0: So one of these blind spots is quality of care delivered in primary care outside the hospital. How can we quickly ensure upskilling of health workers with very low baseline skills in remote settings, provide care that puts the patient at the centre of our action and ensures patient safety and effective care over time?
1: Dear listeners, welcome to GD Hub Voices, the podcast of the Geneva Hub for Global Digital Health. My name is Caroline Perrin, and today we are going to dive into the MSF eCare program. I have Antia Wynn with me today, who is the Communications Officer for the MSF eCare program and Waka Digital Transformation Team in MSF. MSF stands for Médecins Sans Frontiers, so Doctors Without Borders. Um, she holds a bachelor degree in international relations and a master's degree in communications and digital marketing. She has worked for multiple organizations such as FIND, ISHR and created her communications and digital marketing agency AW Media in 2019 and is now supporting MSF as a communications and change management officer. She started in MSF in 2018 with the growth of their Geographical Information System Center and today is helping two innovative digital programs, MSF eCare and WACA Digital Transformation. We are delighted to have her today to talk about the MSF eCare program, a program that started in 2019 and has since been deployed in more than seven countries, 15 MSF projects and conducted more than 323,000 consultations. Welcome Anthea and thank you uh, for being with us today. Thank you for the invitation to the GD Hub Voices,
0: it's a a real honour and I'm excited to talk a little bit more about MSF eCare.
1: I'm very much looking forward to learn more about the MSF eCare programme today and um, that also brings me to my first question. What was the reason or the reasons why MSF decided to develop the eCare programme? So. Providing good medical care, um, that is the
0: best possible care in a given context, has always been and remains a core cool ambition for MSF. Despite this continuous effort, um, despite this continuous effort, gaps and blind spots remain in terms of the quality MSF provides to its patient today. So one of these blind spots is quality of care delivered in primary care outside the hospital. That is a major health challenge we are facing today and the task at hand is huge. Um, The question we ask ourselves all the time is how can we quickly ensure upskilling of health workers with very low baseline skills in remote settings, provide care that puts the patient at the centre of our action and ensures patient safety and effective care over time. So delivering training and guidelines to health workers in remote health facilities is hard and often not enough to improve quality of patients management. So with very limited access to diagnostic tools and clinical supervision, consultations processes are often rushed and suboptimal, leading to inaccurate diagnosis, unnecessary or wrong prescriptions, which hampers ham- which the patient's clinical outcome, basically reducing the trust also in the health system and aggravating antibiotic resistance, which antibiotic resistance is and was declared by the WHO in 2020 as one of the biggest threats to global health. So basically using digital technologies, such as MSF is doing, MSF basically developed MSF eCare, an electronic decision support system in other words, which is a word we'll be using a lot, is EDSS, which stands for Electronic Decision Support System. So EDSSs have a great potential to accelerate access to quality of care in remote context by bringing evidence-based medical knowledge to the frontline health workers through a mobile technology. We use tablets for training and guidance of consultation. It allows for new ways basically to support a patient-centered consultation process. It also um, allows new ways of um, bringing training, coaching and supervision at the point of care. So using EDSS allows provision of attractive learning opportunities for health workers, um, a correct application of up-to-date evidence-based protocols, um, real-time data collection for use of monitoring and supervision as well as feedback and these feedbacks can directly basically help the health facilities for self-improvement. So yeah as part of our first EDSS uh, in, in this new journey we had started um, we decided to ve- develop as our first one the MSF e-care PED, so pediatric for precisely
1: um, children under the age of five years old. Thank you for this background information. As you have pointed out, this tool has been initially or mainly uh, been developed for children under five. Can you outline how big this health issue is?
0: Yes. So we decided that the first sector we wanted to tackle is pediatrics. As every year, MSF supports between three to four million primary pediatric consultations, especially in sub-Saharan African countries. So most of the health centers are very remote and located in places with high child mortality and limited resources, such as lack of qualified staff with low baseline skills, limited access to diagnostic tools, and limited access to clinical supervision. More specifically, we decided to focus on children under the age of five because also according to the WHO, 85% of deaths in the branch of pediatrics so up to 14 years old, are children actually under the age of five. So in addition of this or a shocking fact, there's two point five million children under the age of five who died in twenty eighteen in sub Saharan Africa. And most of these deaths were caused by infectious diseases for which treatments
1: are available. Thank you. As you've mentioned The high mortality rate is due to a variety of factors and and challenges and what are the specific challenges that you aim to tackle with the MSF eCare decision support tool?
0: So the specific challenges we would like um, or aim to tackle is first of all to reduce uh, diagnostic errors and the second one is to reduce the overuse and wrong prescription of antibiotics.
1: Thank you. So who's the current target user population and do you have any ambitions uh, beyond this target population?
0: Yes, yeah,
1: so our
0: current target user population are the frontline health workers working in primary health care centers in remote areas in sub-Saharan Africa. Um, but with the creation of new EDSSs, ongoing now and in the future there'll be the possibility of expanding the target users within the medical staff but generally speaking um, the frontline health workers are really our main target audience
1: and while you have shed light on the challenges and the target populations could you maybe just briefly describe uh, for maybe non technical listeners what exactly MSF eCare is Yes, so MSF eCare, more precisely,
0: um, is a digital system, in this case, a tablet application or mobile application, um, which takes complex paper-based medical protocols and turns them into simple and interactive gradual steps guiding the health worker through a systematic and structured clinical assessment. So basically, at the end of the consultations, Um, It proposes a diagnosis and a treatment for the patient's clinical conditions. However, we always remind this and it's quite important that the final decision of the patient's diagnosis and treatment remains the full responsibility and discretion of the consultant giving the consultation.
1: Thank you for this very clear (laughs) definition of MSFE care and could describe a bit more in detail what the main innovative components of the tool are.
0: Yes, so there are a few various innovative components, three of them. So the first one is that the consultation is driven through using a syndromic approach. So using the child's clinical assessment rather than through a list of recommendation by disease. So basically it is integrated into the consultation process. So that's the first component. A second innovative component is that the application can be used offline such that it can be used in remote settings with no internet access. All data is stored in the tablets and are transferred to a specific supervisor tablet using uh, what we call a peer-to-peer functionality to transfer the data from one tablet to another. Then basically during a planned supervision visit in a main MSF office with of course an internet connection, the supervisor tablet automatically uploads all the data into the cloud. and then what will, what will happen is we, we the field teams will analyze the data and we will also analyze the data, which then can help for monitoring and evaluation and um, improvements. The third innovative uh, component, finally, um, is that the data collected by the application can be used to, as I just said, to foster better clinical supervision as a way, as a way to reach continuous improvement in the quality of the consultations.
1: So now I know what MSF Care is and why it's a very innovative solution, um, but where is it implemented? Which countries or regions are you covering? And are there currently any plans to further extend the geographic scope?
0: Mm-hmm. So the MSF-EK application was developed uh, with the specific Sub-Saharan African primary healthcare context um, in mind, but with regards, especially with regards to epidemiological situation and resources available. So by resources available, we mean, uh, for example, the medical level of the health workers, the drugs, and the material. Are there other regions or countries that will be included? So, the goal is to yes, have more regions, even outside Sub Saharan Africa. But this is guided by actually a strict, we have a strict decisional criteria or a set of decisional criteria to optimize our potential level of impact. So, if um, the criteria won't optimize, won't basically have a large enough level of impact, it may change our our decision-making. So we're really careful about the level, for example, of content revision that we will need to do to ensure that the scope of the conditions and diseases is considered, and that the management of these conditions and diseases will still be appropriate um, and sufficient in the specific context we want to deploy in.
1: Thank you and looking forward to, to learning more about the program when it's scaling even further than it already has. Mm-hmm. Um, you just mentioned that you have quite a strict decisional criteria to identify your level of impact. I'm personally very interested in impact evaluation and really demonstrating what impact they are having on outcomes. So my next question would be if you put any key performance indicators in place to measure the impact of MSFE care on the quality of care.
0: Um, so yes we have quite a few indicators which are extremely important for us to know um, whether we're improving or not and how to improve in case we see some lags in certain areas. So some of these indicators are for example We have um, the consultation process completeness, that's one indicator we look at. We also look into the caretaker or caretakers or patients, satisfaction and understanding. Um, We also have uh, the uh, rate of antibiotic prescription. Another indicator is um, ad- indicators on adequation of prescription with diagnosis, so making sure that they're both adequate. Um, and we also have the ratio of cases recommended for referral, by, by that we mean a refer- referral to a hospital. So in the application, some people can be referred to hospital, so we make sure we understand um, how many of them were referred. And we also see the difference um, by the number of referrals that happen and whether it was registered within the eCare platform, so the MSF eCare application. So we look at the ratio of these cases. And finally, another indicator is the feedback from the health workers and the usefulness and usability of the tool, which is also extremely important.
1: Thank you very (laughs) much for these insights. In your opinion, what makes MSF eCare successful and can you identify some common key drivers of success across all regions and implementations?
0: Yeah, so the first element that makes MSF eCare successful is that it improves the quality of routine clinical practice in places where there's usually limited support um, and all of that in a practical way. So that practicality is one of our big successes across all projects. The second element of why MSF eCare is also successful is that health workers um, reported saying that eCare was making them more confident in their clinical decision and the caretaker, in other words, the in our case, if it's children, the parents, uh, were also Able to understand the treatment prescribed, and when their child needed to be reevaluated. So that's another part, which is also important, is uh, that makes MSF successful. Is that the end users were able? So end users being the health workers were able to show um, the added value of MSF eCare to the managers of the health programs. So the managers were even more motivated to take ownership of the tool and carry, um, carry it in the long-term, which is also quite important um, to make sure the, um, the tool has longev- longevity.
1: <laughs> Thank you. And while speaking about success, I think as most of us are aware or have experienced, interested to learn about the main challenges that you encounter, what you would do differently, and maybe also if there was any region where the deployment was less successful, and if so, why?
0: Um, so, as any organization and program, we do face some challenges. So, um, you do have a few. One of the challenge, what challenges we faced, is the adoption. So, as consultation time sometimes can actually take. Uh, longer. So basically a uh, consultation when e is suddenly implemented um, can, take, can, pro- can be prolonged uh, at the beginning of the use of e-care. So it will be prolonged until the systematic steps are basically naturally incorporated in their consultation routine. So that can sort of cause frustration in the beginning, but over time we've seen that there's been a significant decrease and it became a lot more uh, normal in terms of time um, actually especially if before the eco-intervention the consultation uh, already took a lot of time the consultation were rushed there were too many patients this can create even more frustration so we're very careful about this and careful about how to reduce it as fast as possible but a bit like anything um, Some people are used to using tablets, others are less. So for us, we've seen over time that, of course, the first time it takes a lot of time to to understand the application and use it. But within a month, um, it starts going back to a a normal rate of time. So they are very happy to use it. A second uh, problem we face is that caretakers can be sometimes reluctant to receive let's say less or sometimes even no medication. So most of them do receive medication, but it does happen that they do have less or, or no medication. So community acceptance is directly correlated with a proper community sensibilization before an intervention. But the issue is also correlated with the health worker to patient communication such that if the communication is not good or is not, let's say it's not well explained why they got certain medication, it will hinder the patient's um, understanding of why, for example, they got less medication or even sometimes no medication, than they would have expected. So this is why for us a clear communication, whether it's at the community level or between the health worker and the patient, is extremely important. To make sure that everything's explained and they don't walk out angry or not understanding why they got less or no medication but understanding really how to proceed basically in case anything goes wrong they can come back. There's clear procedures and clear um, explanations that are now given to the patients by the health worker to make sure it's well explained. A third challenge that we face is The use of electronic devices in the consultation process can be seen as suspicious sometimes. So communication to the communities uh, and acceptance, not only from the local health authorities, but also main community civilian actors is also a key key for successful deployment. So again, communication. Um, And finally, we also find that it is sometimes difficult to have continuous clinical supervision. So the regularity in the supervision can fade basically with time. So as a preventative measure, we provide regular sessions. so it can be physically, we can go there or it can be made virtually. So this is the, the sessions are made with the supervisor as to ensure that they continue to supervise the health workers using the MSF equipment if tablet and in case they have any concerns um, we are here for them to basically re-motivate them or continue motivating them to um, supervise the
1: health workers okay thank you for having shared the challenges you faced and also how you overcame them i think this is uh often um, a part that that can really help other organizations as well in uh, learning how they can overcome some of the the challenges they might be facing. And now we're coming towards the end of the time but still like to learn a bit more maybe about your strategic goals in the near future. So do you foresee any modifications of the clinical algorithm in the the near future? So we foresee
0: some small modifications to the algorithm um, and also to the way it's presented depending basically it depends on the feedback we receive from the end users but there are some major changes that may happen if for example include additional useful diagnosis or even if there's modifications in the universal universal guidelines these uh, may lead to bigger changes um, in the clinical algorithm
1: if you're planning to deploy MSF eCare care in more countries and, and other contacts, do, are you planning to add uh, new clinical algorithms? Developed ele- electronically um, and deployed in a couple of months, but by the end of 2022, a third, we're planning to create a third EDSS. Regions, maybe some take-home messages for our listeners. In, in your opinion, what makes MSF eCare scalable and what is in general important to scale up a digital solution?
0: So what makes MSF eCare scalable is that, first of all, it's a digital application. So that's a big thing in itself. But basically, the fact that it's a digital application, anyone within MSF, uh, with a tablet can download the, in the download the application. So it can be adapted also to different regional contexts and for different diseases and conditions. So these two parts are um, something we considered when the application was created. However, it's always extremely important to remember in any scalability that um, all the components in the creation of an application and deployment, so all the components of the process, literally from the creation of the EDSS, to the deployment, to the monitoring uh, and evaluation, uh, and the monitoring of results, um, everything needs to be well defined before any expansion. This is because it's in order to prevent, for example, the misuse of the application and to avoid more workloads to field teams. Overall, it's very scalable, but everything needs to be made um, with, of course, caution and everything needs to be well thought
1: through. Thank you. And just at the end, do you have some key messages and lessons learned for our listeners? Yeah, so
0: to quickly summarize with a few key messages. So MSF Care, as you know, it's a practical solution to improve quality of care uh, of frontline health workers mainly uh, in their daily routine uh, using a step-by-step evidence-based guidance during consultation. It's also flexible and can be adapted to various regional contexts without an internet connection. Um, But what's really important is is that it enables to have continuous improvement of the quality of care through the monitoring of the clinical needs um, using the data that we collect. Also extremely important in... Important to remember is communication is key. Uh, whether through the community sensitization or between the patient and health worker, it's really essential to ensure uh, a circle of trust, ensure ensure uh, a correct understanding of the diagnosis. Um, and of course, like I said before, but if any medication, if medication is prescribed, then um a correct up Then we need to ensure a correct uptake of the medication so this is why communication is key and finally um the success of msf ecare lies in the motivation and adoption by the end users and beneficiaries they are the most important uh reason we created msf ecare so if without their motivation in adoption, MSF eCare is not as useful. So without them, we're nothing, and with them, we're everything. So this is why it's so important. That's my last key takeaway message.
1: Thank you so much for sharing these valuable insights with us. It was very interesting to to make a deeper dive into the the MSF eCare program and um, also the, the scaling of this program. I hope that uh, maybe in a year or something we can come meet again and we can learn some more insights into the expansion to, to the other countries. So, Talk to you soon. Thank bye. you. Bye-bye.